0: forever dog
2: Uh, everything about this is before our time and and that's okay and that's okay every
3: everything about it i was washing dishes a little a little while ago and i was like do you know that damn film is 50 years old
2: yeah i didn't i said maybe they needed
3: something a little more contemporary i didn't even realize that i'm I'm 58 years old so i was eight years old when that film came out so i'm like
2: right wow
3: i didn't realize but hey sometime you
2: know that's cool though i couldn't help but i couldn't help but thinking about the fact i was like if somebody made i was like if somebody made a film about Diana Ross today, who would play her? That's what I would. Yeah, I would, yeah. Oh that, my goodness, I mean? who
4: would play her? <laughs> <laughs> they would go to Zendaya, Kiki Palmer, Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Palmer. Probably, oh, well, she'd my be thing really is, good. But you,
2: you need a singer.
4: <sighs> Kiki, Kiki can sing? sing? Right? Kiki sing? Assume, oh, I literally just assumed yeah, she could sing. <laughs> yeah, she she does. Yes, yeah,
2: she she sings.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she have? She
0: does like she releases music, like, yeah. On her. Yeah, she's a singer. Yeah. Also, you—they okay, cool. probably would go to Zendaya. I mean, they probably—they probably gonna they probably go to Zendaya. But they probably they could find somebody new, you know, they could. Yeah, that yeah. would also be kind of cool. Who, what was the, the, the,
4: what was that movie we did with the United States?
0: United States versus Billie Holiday.
4: Right.
2: Yeah. Yes, she could true.
4: also. She. What was her name?
2: Well, that uh, would be rude. No, she, no.
0: No. No. <laughs> well, no, that you can't do that. That,
2: that, it's gonna be you know, the Chadwick that, Boseman of Black yeah. Actresses, just playing every famous,
0: <laughs> you know, black
2: celebrity. Okay, you're <laughs> Billy Holiday. All right, now <laughs> you'll be Oprah. <laughs> yeah, Yo, honestly, honestly, that'd be hilarious. I
4: would love to. I, I'm i okay with it.
2: Now you're Gladys Knight, and now you're the lady who sings the blues, you know, because she would play every single one of them. So you added a who. She's the lady Lady sings the blues. It's just so he so
0: james what you're saying is he uh, did oh. it wrong <laughs>
2: was just saying. Was just saying, no, james. i don't know what i, I don't i don't know what you're talking about i was just talking about all the people she
0: could be you know okay right you know
2: right. you
4: know no, don't do Knight. it over
0: no you don't get to do you it know. over you don't get to do it over Very you, you, you bomb that shit. you can't do it you it know
2: over. lady no. who sings the blues you know <laughs> no
0: that's not the name of the movie <laughs> that's not the name of it. it's not lady who sings the blues i am
4: furious i don't want to be a part of this <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm... Oh, see the best thing
4: get... is
2: we don't record this live so i could have done it over but i decided you decided to it going going not
4: to. that's okay to the dragged. line that i'm gonna say i only remember the energy of the line i don't remember the actual text so it's fine i'm gonna make that up too why don't you? Oh my
0: goodness! <laughs> Sing the line.
4: What is happening? You know,
0: uh, just you start. could be the man. Just, you could be no man. No. Sings the blues. No, Melissa, start the show. We not Why doing what I mean. the correct. No, no. <laughs> press the... right now, Melissa. You could press be the man. Sings the blues, Melissa. No, I mean, you know, gender. Melissa. You know, it's like. You know Press what I mean? The they can't see me. It. It's, it's
2: 2022. So we need Damn. a man
0: sings the blues? We have no, a, I'm we saying have he a could, he
2: could. It depends. You know, have he have could be sings the silently listening he to He could this. be <laughs> lady <laughs> sings the
0: blues. No, Silently no John. listening to us no. lose our minds. <laughs> oh, my God. This is embarrassing. <laughs> start the show. Okay, okay. Let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock,
2: James III. <laughs> You're <laughs> Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City.
4: Well, if that's what you thought, nigga, why didn't you bring me some money instead of bring me some flowers?
2: <laughs> yeah, I love that line.
4: <laughs> she says something like, the line is something like that. That was my favorite line.
2: <laughs> without the flowers part. Yeah, I think
4: it's just yeah, says, why not you give me some yeah. money? Wow, James, that's the line you <laughs> Yes. I mean, there was a few there was a few good ones. There was a few good ones. Everything Richard Pryor said was
2: hilarious. But uh, but I went with that one. I went with- hard to memorize that, the his parts. OK, listen, for those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome. Thank you for being here. You know, you look lovely today. They, they don't know what, what. Who, who yeah you can't see, you can't see no them. the person i can't see them but can't i see them? i feel i feel that they look lovely today we are a film review podcast we review the films of leading black actors in the context of race and diversity in hollywood today we are reviewing lady sings the blues
0: hey yeah thank you thank you for getting that right
2: <laughs> Directed by Sidney J. Fury, it stars Diana Ross and Billy D. Williams and Richard Pryor. I just want people to know because there are going to be a couple of different voices on the podcast. So the one that sounds like just a really charming, handsome young man who could walk into a nightclub and have the singer kind of turn and look in his direction and go, hmm, I like that. That voice. I like that. So you're the that? That voice that fits the description I just gave is
0: Jonathan Braylock. Wait, so before I go, I just want to clarify. You walk into a club and a woman goes, I like that. Mm, no, no, no. Mm, I like that. I, oh, my, oh. All right. And who's this exasperated voice, this tired <laughs> voice that we're listening to right now? Oh, my goodness. This voice is also that of Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> This no? is yeah. This is also in case in case anyone says anything reckless. This is also Jonathan Braylock. No, that's true. I'm elegant. Okay, Jonathan Braylock.
4: And the uh, the this voice, this this kind of this kind of smooth, like kind of like a little. there's a little Billy D. esque. What are you doing? All right, okay. To the voice, this okay, voice, okay, is James the Third.
2: All right.
0: Damn, okay. I thought you were going to well, say Braylock, too. I thought you were going to be with me on
4: that. I, I was about to, but then I was like, no, I want
0: people to know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. As Jonathan Braylock, uh, I'm offended by that. That's, okay. that's, that's this voice, Jonathan Braylock. Sorry. Yeah. Well,
2: we have another voice joining us today. All right. A very special
0: guest. Wait, wait, wait. Come on, man. Hold on, man. Hold, hold on, oh, man. Hold we'll on, oh, hold oh. on, hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 Come on, man, that was smooth.
2: <laughs> those, those were drums. <laughs> you gotta sure explain people, know. Uh, Welcome. 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 Thank, you. Thank
4: you for being here. Thank you.
2: Thank you for having me. How's
4: it going, guys?
2: It's good, going pretty good. well. You know, sorry for the drums.
0: Wait, wait, to, hold on, he on he a
4: second. That yeah, no, that, was, that,
0: that was pretty cool. Thank oh. you. Thank you, Black man. <laughs> Thank you, Black man, for supporting me. I've been doing this podcast for like 20 damn years. And you know how often I get support from these other two black men? Never. This also Never. may be the
4: first time you've gotten support from a guest. About
0: Don't do them. that. That's not true. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Just, <laughs> Don't, that's not how we're starting just, today. We're not starting a podcast like that today. Uh-uh. It's no, not true. Sir. That's not true. That's not true. No, you have sir. Gotten,
4: you, have gotten, you have
0: gotten guest support from that.
4: Woo. I just...
3: <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for being
0: here. Yes, yes.
2: And thank you for bringing us this film, Lady Sings the Blues. This is like kind of a a classic. It's so interesting. I was, I forgot. Oh, I was, I literally would just watch a documentary about Richard Pryor. I think it was on Showtime. I think this is, if not his first movie, one of his first movies that he starred in. And they talked about how much he stole the show. You know, kind of not stole the okay. show. From necessarily. I, no, but like, I thought you know so in mean? oh, like, watching this. This is
4: my first time seeing it. And I thought like it was like there was something. He was his, he was the most like raw I think I've ever seen him on screen in this. Like it just felt like he was just like going, you know, yeah. in a nice
0: way. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. The piano man. That's him. The piano man. The piano man. The piano man. <laughs> <laughs> the piano man.
2: And. Sir, you have a show south of Brooklyn. Is that, is that right? Am I correct? Oh, <laughs> that, well,
3: that's one. No, no, that's one of them. That's actually one of the shows I've done. Oh, that was maybe about seven years ago. Seven years ago. Ah, yeah, currently. Okay. Yeah, yeah. currently I'm doing a, a new pilot I have out called The Chambers.
2: The Chambers. Oh, God. The Thank God we the trust. Chamber.
3: Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Well, we're working on that now. Yeah, the, yeah, the chambers is a—it's uh, one of those shows. If you had to say, you know, what it might be similar to, it would be something like The West Wing, House of Cards, House of Cards, uh, Madam Secretary, any of those kind of shows. Uh, but fr- from the judiciary side of things, it's never been done from that from that perspective. No one knows once you're in the courtroom and you you see the judge, you see the stenographer, the uh, district attorney, the the prosecutor. No one knows what goes on behind the walls uh, 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 of, of that courtroom. And that's really what the chambers is all about. So it highlights the law clerks, uh, jury coordinators, chief of staff, political advisor. And it just shows all the things that they have to go through on a day-to-day just, you know, dealing with the whole court operation. But from that side, it never shows the courtroom.
2: Ah, uh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, you usually follow, like the detectives, the lawyers, the kind of like the like the process that would have be in front, like, I guess, where the public could maybe see, but not the behind the scenes of it. Right.
3: And, And it starts off really cool. It starts off like in the first in the pilot episode. The judge's executive assistant, she makes a statement while she's on a date. She's having a couple of drinks. She gets a little drunk and she says something, not realizing that the person is a reporter. And what happens is what she says about an ongoing case ends up on the cover of paper in the morning. And now the whole chambers, the media relations officer, the chief of staff, the political advisor, they're all trying to figure out how to deal with this before, you know, it gets to the judge.
0: Mm. Amazing. Yeah, I love that. I got a question for you, okay? Why the hell? How you pick, how you pick Lady Sing the Blues? You picked this movie in like five minutes. It was the quickest turnaround response. <laughs> Ladies Sing the Blues. I just got it. I just got it. No, two hours and 24 Minutes.
4: It just sounds like you have an opinion about it in the I no wow. opinion.
0: <laughs> I don't said anything yet. Coming. You're coming Listen hard. Jonathan Braylock doesn't have an opinion yet. Jonathan oh Braylock God. is just asking. Why did you
2: pick this? <laughs> well, no, Jonathan Braylock isn't asking. Gerard Milligan is asking. Jonathan Braylock is asking, <laughs> why did you pick this
0: movie that's too I,
2: I described my voice. First. Yeah, the
3: minute I was asked, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, okay, it's something that I know about. And I just like I said, I realized a little while ago I was, you know, doing some stuff in the kitchen and I was like, Damn, that movie is 50 years old. I'm 58 years old. Because I was eight years old when that movie came out. That movie is actually 50 years old. I was like, wow, maybe they needed something a little more contemporary. But I said, hey, maybe, you know, hey, you know. Look, We
0: love the classics. We love it's, the classics. It's,
3: it's, 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 it's a great, it's a, a few things for me. One is that it came out in a time that uh, Motown Records was transitioning at that time from music to film, OK? And Barry Gordy was leaving Detroit to move into L.A. And they wanted to get into the film business. So he needed a project and he used his leading lady in music at Motown at the time, which was Diana Ross, to put her out front to transition Motown into the whole film thing. So that happened at a time where you had the whole black exploitation films, exploitation films, the whole things with the Pam Greer and the prostitutes and the pimps and all that. So I think what Barry was trying to do is he was trying to give us something, he was trying to give us something a little more, you know, more clean, something more. You know, he, he wanted to represent black film in a whole nother kind of way. And, you know, he took on that project, Lady Sings the Blue. So also he was introducing us to the life of Billie Holiday, which a lot, you know, didn't know about at the time. Those who lived in that era probably did. But a lot of people like myself at that age didn't know anything about Billie Holiday, you know, Diana Ross, you know, again, was his leading lady. And he started this whole Motown production thing and put Suzanne to pass. Over it, and you know, they came out with a lot of stuff after that. I chose Lady Sings of the Blues because, like I said, I think it, it 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 came at a very important time, especially in the black community where we were trying to transition uh, into film, and he you know went to Hollywood and you know and he took a chance, you know, and it and it it also got an Oscar nomination for Diana
0: Ross. Yeah, I'm looking at right now. They got five. They got Best Actress, Best Original Screenplay, Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Best Score. I mean, she also got nominated for a BAFTA. Oh, wow, she got nominated for two BAFTA? Yeah. Oh no, she got nominated for a BAFTA. And this is her first movie. Her very first,
3: her very first.
0: Oh, so this is before The Wiz? It's before oh, The yeah. Wiz, yeah. This came out in 1978.
3: Yeah, the, yeah, this was in 72.
0: Oh. Ladies and the Blues. And it was one yeah. more after this. It was Ma- mahogany, 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 Mahogany. Billy Dee Williams as well. She did a
4: fantastic job for this being her
3: first yeah, movie. that's what a lot, you know, that's what everyone was saying. And she said Richard Pryor was a great, you know, guide for her in that. Richard knew a whole lot about the drug world and, you know, every time she needed to, you know, get approval at a point when she was on the set, she would always look to to Richard. Uh, he also, you know, starred with her also in The Wiz, so they kind of, you know, kept it together, you know? And also, in more Bingo Long Star, I think is one of the films that Motown did that starred Richard Cry and Cicely Tyson. Immediately after that, yeah, that, Diana Ross did an amazing job in that in that film. To be her first, and again, she was nominated for Best Actress. She lost against Liza Minnelli for Cabaret at the time. Mm-hmm. Cabaret,
4: Cabaret. Mm-hmm. Liza won for Cabaret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything because I haven't seen <laughs> Liza but Benelli you, but you know. but in you know. Cabaret, but- ew. Your soul knows. Your soul knows. <laughs> you ain't even gotta say it. And I also love Liza Benelli, so I'm not gonna say anything, but I am gonna say- She mm. was
3: cool. I love the film too. I love Cabaret. Cabaret <laughs> was a great film. But, you know, yeah, Mozart was, Mozart was pushing hard for, for her to win that. She really wanted to, to Diana Ross at the time, she really wanted to, transition to transition into that whole acting thing, I think it's something that from reading her books and you know knowing you know a lot about the Motown story, she wanted to transition into something that she can really <clears throat> call her own. you know what I'm saying with Motown it's like Barry created the voice he created the style he created how they you know he the Motown machine was really behind her the rise to her success, and I think this you know this is something she really wanted to to have, you know, of her own.
2: Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should Payday, the money you earn, can be in your hands today with Earning?
0: Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period.
4: Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck.
2: And look guys, I know you're like me, sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we I got two dogs.
4: bank products are issued by evolve bank and trust member fdic
3: hi this is will arnett i we are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast smartless on the road join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear like you've never seen us before You'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to SmartLess! Don't miss our new series, SmartLess on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required.
1: So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady and Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone.
0: and it's a long movie. Yeah, yeah it is.
3: It is a very long movie. And it just goes to show she had to travel halfway around the world to go get reviews, to go play in a in a in a hall that was only two stops away on the train from where she lived in Holland. You know what I'm saying because you couldn't be black and play Carnegie Hall at that time. So she had to go across around the world and get those rave reviews and everything she needed to 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 get back in there. So uh I think she understood the role. I think she understood the role very well as a singer, you know, as well. I think she understood it, you know, and I think that's probably made it a little easier for her
2: to to uh, play. I wonder if she I'm kind of sure she idolized Billie Holiday.
3: I think Billie, Josephine Baker, you know, all of those I hear her talk about. I've heard her talk about a lot over the years. Pearl Bailey, Lena Horne. All of those were kind of, you know, people that inspired Diana Ross.
2: Yeah so this film lady sings the blues it, it came out in 1972 as we said it was nominated for five academy awards it had a for, this is according to wikipedia it had a 14 million dollar budget it made 19.7 million dollars that's a lot <laughs> for that time 1972 it currently has a 67 percent on rotten tomatoes which is fresh and an 86 percent audience score and yeah it's just about the life of billy holiday obviously this film takes some we've done a billy holiday film now uh, that was kind of very centered very much centered around strange fruit and the trouble that billy holiday got in for singing that song this film has strange fruit in it, it doesn't quite follow that storyline as much as like kind of her whole life journey at least up until the carnegie hall performance of course takes some liberties with things very specifically the relationship it was kind of Billy Holiday had a few relationships in her life, but uh, this one kind of just painted her as having the one with Billy D. Williams character. <laughs> Gerard Lewis Ler- studied some. Mr. McKay. Yes, Louis McKay.
0: What did you say his nickname was in real life? Because he was the third husband. He was the most abusive husband. So his name in real life was Lousy Lewis. Oh my goodness. Know. If you watch, if you watch, was it the US versus Billy Holiday? He is the husband that they're trying to get. Like he is, he is the bad husband. <laughs> like he, he's the bad one. And this movie made him look so good. I didn't remember that. I didn't re- remember that from from the
4: movie. And the second Billy D shows up, I was like, look at this, look at this villain we're about to watch. Like I was like, I just knew, I just knew he was about to be an asshole. And he is, he is heart of gold for two straight hours, like I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe, there was not a, there wasn't a crack, he never, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Because
3: again, at that time, when you sing in clubs, you have to lift your dress, it was sort of like prostitution, you know what I'm saying? You had to, that's the only one gave, you know, when they gave you money and they're telling to Billy, Billy, you know, lift your dress and she didn't want to do it. And then this man, he you know, you want my arm to fall off? He gave her $20 and now everyone in the club is now giving her money for her voice, for her voice.
0: You know, let me, let me, let me, let me break this down. Let me give my initial thought real quick. Uh, sure, I feel like we, we, we know what you like. I'm going to just say this was not a pleasurable watch for me. It opened with like, I remember I, I feel like I had my tea. Okay. I was eating some pancakes and I, I oh, went to no. go cut the pancake <laughs> and I looked back up and then it was like an assault scene and I was like, oh, okay. Within the first five minutes, got it. Then I was like, I couldn't tell did we flash back in time because then she was like a kid, but I was like, how old is she supposed to be? Then, look, I think the performances were great. <laughs> I think the performances were great. I think this movie was very, very long. I think I I noticed for the first time what musical biopics or even like biopics, but definitely musical biopics do that as well. The pacing of it, like I was like, what's off? And it was just, they were just, they didn't pick moments in her life. It almost was like, we want to just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what the, the the official goal was, but I will say I really, 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 and and I was texting Bray. I don't think we needed to see her husband be mean to her, but also it feels like a disservice to me to the life of Billy Holiday to paint this man as a nice person. You simply can't because do if that. You, yeah, because <laughs> if you Google him, <laughs> if you look him up, he is not a good person. You know what I mean, and then like so much so I can't remember the actor who plays him and the people it's, versus- not, it's Rob Morgan, and he like when you see him he's like so swarmy and like he's like so conniving, and like this movie he's like taking the the needles away and throwing it. I'm like yo, bruh. like I you it like he knows his wife is sleeping with a white dude and he's like not cool, but like it, it just felt so fictitious. And I understand you had to get ability to be in this movie for it to get made so i understand that but also i feel like again this is another movie where things are happening to billy holiday instead of billy holiday being like the lead in her own story which is not as bad as it was to me as the united states versus billy holiday but in this one i was just like it i don't know it felt like she went from being like very meek to like in a second was real cocky when she was talking to like when she was talking to richard Pry- the character tonally felt like I don't know who Billy Billy truly is besides certain moments, and I do think the U.S. versus Billy Holiday humanized her more. Even though I still had issues with that movie because of that focus too much on the men, I don't know. I feel like just let let, let a black woman direct a Billy Holiday story, and I think you we'll get a better movie all around. I think that's what we just need to do. A black woman just come out here. I mean. The the two actresses are fantastic, but I think story wise, I think these stories didn't do her justice, and especially because they, okay, yeah, never mind. I'm not gonna butcher this movie. That's all I will say. Look, okay, (laughs) I here
2: here's the here's what I honestly feel. I feel like the reality of Billie Holiday's life is tragic, you know, and it's going to be extremely hard to depict a movie that feels like she has agency when the actual human being had very little agency in her own life and was like and it kept being taken away from her by men by you know the white society by like so so many so many things so it, it's 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 tough it's at the t- i don't know because we we, I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to hear what Sir has to say about how he first saw this film. But, like, you know, we watching it from a very, this 50 years removed perspective, you know, I don't know what it was like then. And I definitely don't know what it was like in Billy's actual time. People probably knew Billie Holiday, like, had a drug problem. They knew, you know, she died very young they they knew she had like legal issues and that kind of stuff. I don't know how much they actually knew about her life and like all the stuff that was happening to her. This movie shows it a little like doesn't show the abuse that she was facing at the hands of of like relationships, but it does show, you know, it does have this assault scene. I don't know actually didn't see if that if she was assaulted when she was young. I don't know if that's like a real thing that happened. I mean, probably. And so it's like that kind of set the tone for me. It was like, oh, there's this person who's like really young and she's like, has this gift of song. She loves music and she's kind of like in her own innocent world. That thing happens to her. Her innocence is like ripped from her, like just this, from the story perspective, it made sense. And then she goes and pursues this music career, but never, I like kind of tries to get lost in the music, but like never really gets to be on top of that and the drugs come in. I do think, like, it was. It w- it's hard to watch. It's always hard to watch something where that's, like, ultimately tragic. And it's definitely harder to watch it when it's, like, <laughs> it's very long and it, like, keeps happening. Like, you're like, oh, my God, like, can this person catch a break? And then you know that they're not going to. Which is why I I, I do feel like Jirah Milligan felt where he said <laughs> that he, like, he... I, I also am, like, okay that it didn't have the actual like all the physical abuse because there's only like so much you could take. And it's like, I just wish that they changed his name. They probably, if they could have had a fictitious name, you know what I mean? Just if he, because he's a fake person anyway, like this relationship yeah, is fake. Of, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just make it a fake person's name so that it's like, <laughs> it would have been, it would have been so nice. But for the movie it's it was good to have a like an actual love interest and a black you know and like for and I'm sure for what Barry and Motown was records was trying to do at the time like they're trying to not have like all these bad images of black people you know like black of, of black men so it's like it's nice to have like Billy Dee Williams not be a complete jerk you know even if the person in real life was I just you know they could have changed his name again you know to respect the actual Billie Holiday in her life but but yeah, I mean, it, it, I I thought Diana Ross, you know, especially for being her first film, did well. I do think Richard Pryor like brought a lot of like because he's so comedic, and the and the film is like naturally tragic. It was it was like a breath of fresh air to have him in the th- in the scenes and like doing his thing, and and him and Diana clearly got along really well. Like that scene where they're both high and just like messing around with the guys at the door like that was really funny brutal ending to that scene <laughs> and then brutal ending.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know it's, it's a brutal it's a brutal film but yeah sorry so i said a lot but that's you know that's kind of how that's that's how I, I felt yeah
4: i i'll just comment on a on a on a few things that we we're already talking about which is just like i mean like I, i'll just say to the point that like billy d williams is character is based on an actual person who, who ended up being terrible because my for in real life, because my initial thought was, oh, he's about to be a villain. When he wasn't, I actually had a moment of like, "Oh, that's this is nice." Like, I'm glad that there was somebody looking out for Billy Holiday. Like, that was a legitimate thought I had while watching it. So it's like it's a shame that that's not that 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 wasn't real. You know, I, it would be better for me to know that he was a that this person was was fake somehow. The movie did ultimately feel like and i'm guessing based off of jara's comments that the that the united states versus billy holiday is more like this than this movie was but but in watching this this felt like a movie about the the men that saved billy holiday that's what it felt like it felt like it was a movie about that for as much as i would i would say that she is the central character of this movie and like and we are spending a lot of time with her it it there are, there were just times where it felt like you know oh look at how great billy's being to her and like and look at this you know the white man throwing out an olive branch, and 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 you know, look at how they're protecting her on the on the bus with the KKK, and like and all of all the, and look, you know, and Piano Man is 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 so great to her, you know, like it really felt like the movie was big upping them in a way that I don't know that that it that it needed to. Diana Ross <laughs> is so good in this. I can't believe this is her first movie. She's so good in it. Richard Pryor was. Angry. It felt like. He had no script. It felt like he would. They were just like, go, like it, it and, and in a way that was like, well, I know that's not true. He had to say some of that stuff had to be scripted, but there were so many things like when he's like, she's like, oh, I was, I was nervous. Hey, yeah, you should be nervous. Nervous. Those guys are dangerous. <laughs> like, like, just that felt like uh, just an invented line in the moment. I loved the device at the end, also of like she's singing the song and we're seeing the the newspaper clippings. I thought that that was like, I, I don't know. I found that moving uh, like a moving way to kind of do that that's not like you know we always see the words on the screen or the blah 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 or the, the you know like it, it, i i i liked the 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 presentation of that yeah i don't know i know we'll talk about we'll talk about things more specifically as we get through it but those are kind of the 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 staples i wanted to Priceline
1: presents Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
0: I remember seeing it when I was younger,
3: but I gotta be honest with you. First of all, I'm learning a lot of things about this through this conversation that I just didn't know. Number one, I never saw the Lee Daniels portrayal of it. I think that's the United States versus. I never got a chance to see that yet. Yeah, Lee Daniels, I believe that's Lee Daniels. That's number one. And then uh, number two is that because of the internet and all of this, there's so much more information available today that wasn't back then. So there was no way we would have known you know, unless Billy did a biography herself and wrote her story and we learned more. But so now, you know, there's so much more information just available. But I have to be honest, the very two things that attracted me to Lady Sings the Blues as a as a child, one was my mom was a fan of the Supremes, Diana Ross and the Supremes. She was a singer. So I was so used to hearing the music hearing, seeing them on the Ed Sullivan show. Sing it, singing. So to see her transform into that whole acting thing, I guess that was going to be something, you know, I'm a writer and director now. So that was part of my life. So I was attracted, I was attracted. And the second thing is that my aunt played in the film. That was number two. So that's this movie. Yes. She actually played Billie Holiday's (laughs) mother. Tony Award winning actor, Virginia Caper. She also played on the the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You would remember her from because she played the grandmother on there.
4: She was was
3: Uncle Phil's. So she introduced me to the entertainment industry when I was 13 years old. So, yeah, that. so it was those two real factors. It's always seeing Diana Ross as the singer and then wanting to see her in that. And then mostly going because my mom and all of us made us go because our aunt was in the film and we were going to support uh, that I was attracted to the film at that time. So then reading their books and learning over the years, you know, the whole Motown story and everyone.
2: Those scenes were great between diana and your aunt uh, the uh, who plays her mother like you have kind of one scene where it actually happens right after the the assault and she kind of is looking for her mom and 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 her mom's at work uh, working you know as a maid in the house and she doesn't tell her and it's just like wanting to stay there and she's like oh yeah of course you could stay like you could stay until they get back, you know, and then you then you do have to go. You know, she's like, you can stay the night.
4: It was brutal. And that, just there were so many brutal. Scenes and in you this could movie. see
2: that the mom didn't want, like, the mom wished she could stay as long as she wanted to, but like knew that wouldn't have, it wouldn't be possible. So you could see the like hurt in the mom as saying like, and then also like she's trying to be a good mom, and like I'm sure she feels like guilt and embarrassment, you know, about the fact that she it's like. I don't know. There was so much to that, and I did. It did really strike me that even today there, are, there's you know the whole thing like the Bechdel test and that like you know wi- like women speaking to women and not about men in movies. You know what I mean? And I was just like, oh man, like this not only this movie passed it, but like it had like these really moving scenes. Like because that scene, and then the scene much uh, uh, later on in the movie where she, she's able to buy her mom a gift, and that was so emotional. It was like. She really felt made her presence known because she, you know, winds up dying off screen, but when that ha- when it, you know when when Piano Man delivers that news, it real I was like, "Oh my god, like this is it is heartbreaking, you know." And and you really only got like you know, I always I always think it's so impressive when actors are able to make their presence felt throughout an entire movie when they're not in it that much, and I really feel like she she did.
0: Mm. Yeah, man, this will be like Again, the performances were so good because, please, I know I know we said it as a joke before, but please don't shame me. I, the last time I've seen someone play an addict on screen was in season two of Euphoria, <laughs> and so when we see, okay, 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 this is my thing. So I know we all know they had an addiction, but it was so interesting because what this movie makes it seem like is that this white dude in the band was like the catalyst for that situation. Which I kept trying to remember if that's the way it was in another movie, or I was trying to find out if, if that was true or not. But there is something very fascinating to me about the, the the creative decision to make the black dude a good guy, and then take this white dude and make sure you know he is a villain through and through. Like, feel like <laughs> this dude is bad. Like even when even when you and I'm not skipping around, but like even when you have this scene with Billy Dee coming to visit her after the show, and the white dude comes in, it's like you just feel that tension, and I did kind of enjoy the fact that they were like hey yo nah just don't trust him it's like just some blonde right? it's like they just don't trust that too i keep trying to find out if that if that is accurate or not but yeah, yeah. And it's, it's so interesting too just to talk about it it's like the fact that brothels were so prevalent and i think richard Pryor's is am i correct in saying this richard richard Pryor grew up in a brothel as well grew up in one oh a-
2: yes you're right yes
0: yes right i think that is true i think yeah i think i remember that from the documentary yeah it's just interesting that it was like so prevalent in the black community like that was a way yep that was a way that you know outside of being a maid a lot of black women made money and it 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 hurts so much because even thinking about the the beginning the beginning of the film you know when she's followed home and then even when she goes to live who's that other woman her aunt or, or or it's like the second place she lived I think it was. I don't remember who that woman was, but even when being there, they sent up that random dude, knowing she didn't want to partake. She literally. Catman Brothers, yes, yeah yeah, 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 like literally, they, they said it, <laughs> yeah. But then,
4: like the fact that she was yelling at
0: her, I don't know, man. Like it sucks how we had to live.
4: I don't think it was the. I don't think she played the same madam in the in the in the, in the brothel later, but Isabel Sanford is the madam in the in the when she's 15. But I, mean, I thought that was cool. Like, like, what was that
2: guy's name who came in and he was like rhyming? Is it Scatman, that, yeah, Scat- a Scatman, Scatman? A Scatman, Scatman, yeah. Scatman. Scatman, mm-hmm. yeah, Scatman. That, that was incredible. <laughs> that performance was amazing. what's that.
3: wrong with you, woman? You done lost
2: your damn mind.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Everybody loves Scatman. Like,
0: yo, yo, <laughs> then he came running out in this like, his like, pajamas customer. or whatever. Yeah, Did he call
4: time. himself Scatman in yes. that? Uh, yes. Because yeah. uh, everybody no, loves Scatman.
2: No
3: way. Everybody loves Scatman. Ain't this a killer? Lorraine. <laughs> he started
0: calling <laughs> the name. <laughs> this is the second movie in a row where we've seen a black actor who who was like really, ha- like really handsome, like way back when. And now it's just an older statement who was still very handsome. But it's funny because I haven't, I physically haven't seen Billy D. Williams in so long. So just seeing him in this, I was like, my God, this dude's voice, this dude's hair. I was like, I, like, oh, man, I don't know amazed, how man. tall he is. Yeah. He felt like a, like, he just seems so cool, man. And I'm like, I just Very miss. He cool. has that voice. Yes. But you know what? Like, I don't think he may be one of the first black men I've seen that has that. Humphrey Bogardness to him, which is like like the 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 smirk, the the like I'm looking at him just cock his head to the side. I'm like, that's just a thing that I feel like you don't you don't see often. You know, like he was cool. And the thing is, don't get me wrong, like he's not the Buffett's dude, but I'm like, yo, I'm pretty sure if that movie came down to it, he can fight somebody if he need to, but he can be smooth as hell if he needed to as well, you know? He's probably well read. It just felt very and he felt very um, he felt ah, what's the right way to put it. Not the alpha Negro, but the... Oh, exceptional Negro. Yeah, he didn't feel like an exceptional Negro. He felt like, yo, this is a, this is just a good black man. Like, that's what it felt like. And that was so cool to me. And this is after him. Mean, this is the movie after seeing Denzel be like a young, around the way type black dude. It just felt good to see that. And it made me like really long for that kind of stuff. It truly did feel good to see
4: this iteration of this character portrayed by ability Williams. Like it was like, it felt good to see him like stand up for her. It felt good to see him like care about her and like try, you know what I mean? Like all of that stuff, just like it felt really good. So like to that, to the point of, and, and, and the more we talk about, like, the behind the scenes of, like, what Barry Gordy was trying to do with this particular movie, it, is, it does make me go, well, I like that, you know what I mean? Like, for as much as, like, watching it from this lens, not liking X, Y, and Z, like, I do like the mission behind it, you know?
3: Right. And he fought, he fought someone, uh, Anthony Perkins, in, in the uh, Mahogany, the next movie. They actually had a physical fight, you know what I'm saying, when he was trying to protect Mahogany, you know what I'm saying? So that was the first time you, you see them get busy. She was a fashion designer from Chicago. Her boyfriend, Billy D was a, a politician running for office. And she gets swept off to Europe to, you know, become this great fashion designer. And now she has to choose, you know, that life out there. Or, or do she want to come back and support her man, which is running for, you know, Alderman in Chicago. Very good. It was, it was very good. Actually, Diana did all the designing for that show. She actually designed all the costumes because yeah, she went to Cass Tech High School for fashion back when she was uh, in Detroit. So, yeah, she got an opportunity, you know, to do that. And Barry wanted to, like, really control it. I think he was in agreement with Paramount Pictures at the time, and they couldn't even agree. So he brought the whole film right out. I think he gave him the two million and he just brought it out and he directed the rest of the film. Yeah, on mahogany. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Barry yeah, Gordy yeah. wasn't
4: taking no shit. Oh, no.
3: no. He wasn't going to no. let them. He was like, no, you got my lead, Diana Ross here. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lead this thing. And he, he get, you know, listen, that's the beauty of that. He had $2 million that he could pull out of his pocket and give it to Paramount and say, hey, you know, I got this from here.
0: Where did Barry Gordy bio pick? That's going to yeah, be, honestly. Not, that needs to be like a yeah, that need to be the godfather. That's going to be like a in godfather. Prob- the
3: yeah, they did. Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't probably come out until after he's gone. And he's like 87, I think now, 87, 88 years old. So uh, yeah, you know, it, no, one hasn't even come out on the Supremes yet. So, you know, Motown control that that thing. So they had like one for the Temptations. I think they did the American Dream, the, the Jackson five story, American Dream. That was Motown. All of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Besides the Wiz and all those other things, it would be a great story.
2: Oh, yeah, I agree. I found the so it was Artie Shaw was the 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 band leader of the I don't know what the band's name was. Artie, he, right,
3: right, right. I yeah. And I think so
2: th- th- that was the white band leader that but that happened actually. So she was on tour first with a with a black band and then they worked together for like a year. And then they're, you know, she they didn't get along with some people. They broke up and then she was ha- hired by Artie Shaw a month later. And that's when they did the tour in the South. And it it was the first time a black female singer was employed uh, full time with white band leader. So, yeah, she faced a lot of racism, you know. Right. That's
3: when they hit her in the face with the American flag or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's coming back to me. I haven't seen it. Also, that was so wild when she
0: did that. I was like, first of all, I was like, I I couldn't, it was certain moments I couldn't tell when she was like under the influence or like just Billy. So, when she like, woke up and just started like going insane and i understand why and you know what it was i think i was waiting because strange fruit was such an important song and then like that scene happened we kind of had to flashback to when she saw the person hanging and then when she's at the rehab center and you know one of the major reasons for the rehab center is that they were coming out now i'm just rehashing people versus willie (laughs) holiday you know one of the main reasons is that she started being more of an activist while seeing these images and the atrocities that were happening to Black people. And I feel like this movie hinted on it, but they didn't show how powerful she was. Like, we saw her go against the KKK. We saw when she was driving through a town when she first got with the white band and saw how the Black people were, like, kind of treated when they were just... um, I forgot where they were going. They were driving by, I guess, to go work in the fields and she saw that. Then when she couldn't get inside the store. And it felt like that was such an important part of who she was because that caused her to become more rebellious. Hence, why they were trying to arrest her, not just because of the drugs, but that's what they were using. It's just, you know. yeah.
4: I mean, they the, this movie obviously did want to tell as much of her life as as it could, but I, like, I agreed, Gerard, that like I really wanted, I wanted a little bit more from this moment, and also like I think overall, like she would just ha- she would just be singing a song, you know, like it would be like uh, now this song, and yes we see her, you know, see a man lynched, literally see a man, the aftermath of that, you know, and and her experience in the South before she's singing the song. But it is kind of like the next scene, she's now singing the song instead of like any of that in between of like the step to like getting the song and recording it. And like, what does it mean to record this? And like, should I record, you know, like all of the, like the, that stuff. I think even just through throughout with all of the songs, obviously you can't do this. The movie would have been fifteen hours long. if
0: not, Yeah, but, you but, know, but, but like, but I think yeah, you're but, right on that because I think there is something to and I and I did I did read it. It's like a white man directed this, which is fine because it's happened in the '70s. It was of course going to happen. But there is just something about like I think watching movies, and I think Bray is right. Where like, unfortunately, Billy Holiday's life was so tragic that would be hard to. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I it's hard because I want to say like I get that but I do think there is there's got to be a way to give this woman agency in her own story like I just feel like there's got to be a way to do it and I and the only thing the only thing I can see that has been the the crux of like why we probably haven't seen it's just two dudes
2: I mean she had some agency in the sense that like you know she wanted to go uh to the to the jazz club she like quits the the brothel you know she like eyes billy d Williams. like the the movie made it seem like even though even though billy d williams character like obviously flirted with her the, the movie made it seem like she saw him first you know what i mean and so like kind of wanted that and then he like you know, suggest she comes over and she denies him at first. And,
0: they made that big deal of like, yeah, he could have this one. He could have this girl too if he want, but not but on, not the, on first the first night. night. And then literally and then that same, no night, same night. night. And I was like, I was like, because you, you know, okay, I'm going to tell you a difficult part I have. Was, I'm going to tell you a difficult kinda part kinda I have. is yeah. like, as a dude, I can't tell if I'm like giving passes to things because there are certain moments where I'm like, I'm like, if this was about, if the, if the genders were reversed, I'm like, I probably could pick up on nuances that weren't there. And I felt like again, it's just hard for me. I felt like again something was really disservice to Billie Holiday. And I think because her song was so important and so important to the Black movement. But you know what? They were trying. I don't know. They were trying to get it done. I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Like they were trying to do it. Like they were trying to get this movie made. Ray was trying to do it. He couldn't have like a negative Black dude in here. I get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
4: That it's like, yep. We're going to have, we're going to, the black men on screen are going to be good. We're going to show, we're going to show a couple really bad dudes, you know, Scatman Crothers is going to come in here and, and, and just be the worst, you know? And then whoever played his, his character name is, and I don't, I don't know if I should say it, but it's the rapist is that character's name. And that guy is, hor- that guy, he played an incredible monster like it was like you you felt that energy so we did see that 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 element of her life it was 50 years ago you got it was 50 years ago
3: times was just so you know that wasn't far from the whole civil rights movement like oh it was it was 50 years ago we were living in a totally different world at that time
2: hey this is tim heidecker and i'm glad to be back in glendale California in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week and quite frankly every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Live.
0: Yeah, and I know we can't. And I know this is probably a bad comparison, but just to like, I I know what I now know what I was trying to look for, and I do get it It was fifty years ago, and the movie I'm about to mention came out I think twelve years after it, but I think the way they handled Celie in a color purple, even though her life was very tragic, is kind of what I need. It's like even through a lot of what was happening to Celie, which is like whether it was Mister, what happened before Mister, whether it was happening to like. A lot of the things in her life, the kids that treated her a certain kind of way, you always felt like the fight in her, and maybe that, and maybe that wasn't Billy Holiday's story per se, but like it just feels like the woman you you read about, the woman you hear about, like the 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 black woman who literally kept singing a song, knowing they were going to throw her in jail multiple times, had that in her. I think you saw that a little bit in the people versus, I mean, the U.S. versus Billy Holiday, but in this movie, I don't think I saw. That version of this woman but
4: it's like it's like imagine a a movie about tina turner that's like ike's a pretty good dude you know what i mean like like, what would
0: that like that would people would you're you're right you are right
2: that it is that is kind of what it's like oh my god james again i again i think if they didn't use the guy's actual name, it would have right. been yeah. so much better. <laughs> right,
0: could you imagine? Could you imagine if literally Ike Turner was like, here, let me give you cake anime. No, like- I, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's
2: rough, it's rough, it's rough. Oh. You know,
0: and, and Lawrence, Lawrence
2: Fishburne is very, is very charming in his portrayal as well. I think, the same as you, I thought he was going to be bad when Billy Dee first came on, and I was surprised I was like waiting for the, I kept waiting for the turn and then it like never came. And I was like, oh, you know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, wait for the moment where he just backslaps her and just like,
4: woman, well, you do what I tell you to do, you know? But and it even never if came. we don't see it, you know, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to see it, you know, there's a way, but there's a way to present it. I, the,
2: I, the one thing I will say that I do regret because I, I you know, I actually felt like Billy had a lot of fight in the in, in the sense that she was, there was a lot of times she was fighting, you know, she resisted the assault. She like, you know, was like, I'm out of here with the thing. Like she, uh, she like gave, you know, she was like talking back to Billy D. She was talking back to the white guys. Like she, like when the KKK were there and they were like, just hide. And she was like, I ain't hiding, you know? And like, you know, she was like banging on the thing and she gets like poked in the eye. Like there were a lot of times where it felt like she was resisting, but then like, the drugs kind of overtook her life and it, she was kind of in this state of just like, you know, I'm just I'm a drug addict, which she was. And the the problem, though, is that it was like this thing of like they they started portraying her life as like Billy D was like like his character was just like sitting back and like being like, oh, Billy, you got to you just got to pull yourself like, you know, stop doing these drugs. Like I'm here for you. Like, don't you understand? Like everybody's here to support you, you know? And I was like, what? <laughs> Not quite true, especially because of the fact that like one of the most known facts about Billie Holiday, is she died with like 70 cents in her bank account because like this man in particular stole all, all my
0: Bro, Bruh, 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 so, One so, of the things he didn't yeah. pay for the, he didn't pay for the funeral. Listen, y'all just, just for the record, I, Jonathan Braylot, support. Wait, what? Black you're family. not Jonathan Braylot. No, no, no. no. I just <laughs> you want sound to, Nothing like. I, a I want people. Man oh, a... oh, oh. Okay. No, I'm serious. I feel like I'm dragging this movie, and I was very nervous. I'm not trying to drag this famous black movie. I look. I get it. I'm just like I. I. Unfortunately, am watching this with 2022 20, eyes, and like, that's. I don't want to watch this in 1972. I got don't. I got. I don't. I want to watch this from a way where like black women, like I just want, I just, I just want to watch it the way I want to watch it. And I don't want to go back in time. And I'm like, I'm sorry. So this is what happens. Review movies. Maybe in 2032, you know, when they review the black man can't jump movie. Okay. That come out in 2025. People gonna be like, man, the motherfuckers was crazy in 2025. Who knows? But right now I can't go back. I can't go back. Gerard, would this have been, would this have been better? Like
4: it's, it's like a, it's not necessarily this movie it's like a it's like an analogous sort of story where it's like it's it's sort of a, it has like a veggie tales kind of vibe or like a, a sausage tales? party kind of vibe where what you where all of all of the black people are fruits okay they're, fi- Wait, they're, why they're, black they're people fruits? they're actual fruits they're actual fruits okay and, vegetables. and they're yeah they're, fr- they're fruits and vegetables Okay? But they're, like, wacky. They're, like, kooky. They're, like, kooky vegetables. You know, they're, like, they're strange fruit. You know what I mean? You, oh see, you see where I'm going with this? Uh,
0: and they're, and they're going on, like they, have <laughs> they have hijinks. Y'all been breaking I'd me today. It's Y'all a different movie. Me.
4: It's a different movie. It's an animated film. What do you guys you think You want about? to make an animated okay. film wow. you called you
2: Strange I mean. Fruit? I, would, <laughs> I wanted to see where you were going to land that plane, and you, did, you pretended as if when you said Strange Fruit, that wasn't the <laughs> end of it, even though it 100%
0: was. Alright. Just so you know, our bits... No, no, James, no. 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 We don't... You bray, just wanted us bray, to cut you off. Bray. Okay.
2: It's time for the cause. The way we rate and review films on this podcast is not by how much we like them, or how anachronist... or I don't know what I'm trying to say. We're not viewing them from 2022 eyes. <laughs> we rate them based on do they help did they help the cause of more leading black actors in hollywood and if we feel like the film fully helped the cause we give it a black fist you know if it somewhat helped the cause we give it a white palm if it feel like it didn't help the cause at all we don't give it anything so on the count of three the four of us will, will, will raise up our ratings for Lady Sings the Blues based on how we feel it helped the cause. So you gotta say, why you, like, why you
0: keep saying why, why why, I feel like you're talking to me. Why are you trying to say it helped the cause? I know no, the rules.
2: I'm, just saying, I, I'm not saying it. I'm just explaining. We have a guess, you know? All right. So, on the count of three, we'll raise our, our, our ratings for uh, Lady Sings the Blues. All right. One, two, three. Oh, look at that. Four black fists.
4: Well, Who sir and I both put up two, so it's you gotta do the numbers <laughs> right. That's
2: six right, black right. fists. You, you get one rating per <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh... that's six black fists. Jira, why'd you
0: give it a black fist? <laughs> why'd you make me go first?
2: Well, you went first, and <laughs> you me go first.
0: Look, man, I gave I, I gave it a black fist because you know what? <laughs> I gave Blackfist because, you know, this was Diana Ross. It was, it was, this movie had to be successful for Barry Gordy to get me The Wiz, okay? So The Wiz, if you know me, is in my top 10. It fluctuates in the 10, but it's up there. And this movie had to exist to give me that movie. And also, you know, it was an attempt at Billie Holiday's life and her story. I understand why they changed certain things. I totally get it. I got the whiz, baby. I got to ease on down the road. If this movie didn't exist, we would never ease on down the road. Okay. And I'm just trying to ease on down, ease on down the road. You know? So, yeah, that's why I did it. Three times. Set me up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll
4: just go and say what I've been saying already, which is like Diana Ross is incredible in this. This being one of Richard Pryor's first movies, if not his first starring, or I guess sort of leading supporting role. It's incredible. I mean, like, th- those are movie stars. Just name two movie stars. This movie d- launched those c- careers in a, in, a, in a way. So absolutely gets, gets two black fists from me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richard Pryor, Diana Ross. I mean, it seems like, yeah, this movie obviously had... And, and then Billy Dee Williams before Star Wars, you know? So come on now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. You without know, this, maybe without this movie be, we don't
2: have Lando Calrissian. We know, don't I have know. Lando,
0: you know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We may not, you know, we, we may not.
4: So I'm saying, like the fruit are they keep getting cut, you know what I'm saying? The fruit are marginalized okay, fruit. Of, you know yeah. what I'm saying? The fruit are on the sides. Okay? <laughs> Y'all
2: don't get it. Sir, did you have any uh closing thoughts? Anything else you wanted to say about this film before we wrap up here?
3: You know, again, fifty years ago. <laughs> I can't keep can't, you know, can't stop saying we're just again living in totally different times. But again, what Barry Gordy did with the whole black business thing, you know what I'm saying? And trying to control the narrative, control what he wanted. He was a great example, you know what I'm saying, for 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 entrepreneurship, especially in the black community. He was our hero at the time. You know, being in the business, you know what I'm saying? I'm in there like 30 years, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I worked a lot for people. So I'm writing and, you know, and, and directing for people. But this is like one of the first time I got an opportunity to do something on my own. So I know the struggles. I understand it. And you know, again, we're talking 50 years later. So I can only imagine, you know, what you had to go at that time, go through at that time, even if you had money, you know what I'm saying? You still, you know, had to go through a lot. So I, I look at, you know, the the ability to him to not only, you know, put those, leading actors out front, hire black people, hire black people behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? To 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 be, you know, the creatives and all all of those things were very important. So, you know, I, I think it, it's left a mark on me, you know, Lady Sings the Blues. And again, like I said, because of my parents with the Diana Ross thing and then my aunt playing in the film as well. You know what I'm saying? So so yeah, two, two, two fish for me. Lady Sings the Blues, amazing. very Gordy, an amazing project for its time,
2: definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, is there anything you'd like to uh, promote or, or
3: well, yeah people well,
2: follow you on social media yeah, or anything de- like
3: that? Definitely. Well, again, the project that we have in the works right now that's out there—it's actually won twelve awards so far in the last eight weeks, twelve film festivals. So something is something is happening. Something is happening out there with us, so I'm very happy about that. The, the uh, website where you can find out everything you want about the whole project, that's actually thechambersseries.com. You know, you can find out anything you need to find out. Uh, you can follow us there, you can subscribe. I'm on Instagram personally, uh, VSC1siricon. You can follow me there. And we're on Twitter where, you know, we're everywhere uh, uh, with the show. So, you know, please support it in any way that you can. The trailer is on YouTube as well. Um, Also, I'm working on a documentary on my aunt, Virginia Capers. She passed away already. Yeah, so I I, I actually, yeah, I actually got the support of Diana Ross. She signed on the dotted line giving me the right to use all the Lady Sings the Blue stuff and her image and everything in the oh, show. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, along yeah, along with Ossie D and Ruby, Ruby D, Ossie Davis, Jerry Lewis, uh, um, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Leslie Uggams, Lena Horne, all of them signed off on it. So I'm still in the works with that, you know, actually put that out there. actually started working on it before she passed. So that's why a lot of her friends knew that, you know, okay, this is something good to, to support. So I got a lot of support from them and, that's something I want to get around to eventually as well. I just want to make sure that that's right. So, you know, you want the right things, the right people involved and all that. But everyone has been supportive, CBS, Paramount, with all the Lady Sings of the Blues stuff. So that's something that I'm working on. And also, I do have my personal website, which is suricon.net, where you can find out everything about me as a writer, director, producer, mm-hmm. and keep up with what I'm doing. I hope to come back again talking about a great experience with this whole chambers thing or i'd be the next big thing on netflix or yeah. amazon hey. or something like that you know
2: hell yeah man yeah thank you uh, thank you so much again and listeners you can follow us at Blackman podcast on twitter and instagram blackmanpodcast.com is our website we have links there to merchandise like t-shirts and things like that we do via t public We also have a defunct Patreon. We have a year's worth of episodes on there. We don't do new episodes anymore on that. But if you subscribe, you can listen to those, the episodes that we did. And unsubscribe, whatever you'd like. And you can follow me at John Braylock. Season 5 of Grownish, which is out now. Comes out every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Also, the episodes air on Hulu, which is probably where most of you will be watching. Because I don't have freeform. I don't have cable (laughs) that's great
0: (laughs) great sell great
2: sell (laughs) Draw. can people follow you oh
0: yeah you can follow me at Draw Milligan on Twitter and Instagram you can follow me at James Third
4: Comedy jamesthirdcomedy.com third is 3rd I also have a live radio show on the AMP app it is Tuesdays at 6pm PST Uh, it's called Corrupted Files download the app Listen to me, talk about all kinds of fun things.
2: <laughs> Amazing. And if you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, we'll read your review on the air. This one is by Tyler Bradley Artnett. His review says, "Not trash. More lame corny jokes, please." <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, great. We have an endless supply of Great. those. Great. Damn, they gotta be lame corny jokes. God. Is that the, yeah. brand? the, brand, is the brand? The brand is strong. The brand is strong. All right. I don't thank like so much the to order listen, of it. those
4: things. Not trash.
2: Not trash. More lame. More lame, lame <laughs> corny jokes, please. And thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. Peace. Forever.
1: Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Montz, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news forever dog